0: Hello, everyone. I'm Stella. I'm Sophia. And I'm Vanessa. We host Generation Discourse. Generation Discourse is a platform for young
1: people to come up with, share, and discuss ideas within the realm of theory and the abstract. You'll find us talking about philosophy, current events, and social concerns. Today, however, we will be discussing the obligation to give and the moral responsibilities of the privileged. Right, so if we just start with the hypothetical, if you are given millions of dollars and you are therefore like a millionaire today would you feel the need to give to other people and would you feel that other millionaires should be obligated to give to other people
0: i mean like if you if you have like a gucci bag why should you have a gucci bag and why shouldn't you donate the gucci bag to like a organization or like a charity
2: i think okay i think the way you frame that question stella is interesting because you said that if you were given a million dollars, right? Like in that hypothetical situation, should you give away some of it? I think in that like extraordinary case, right? Like people who win the lotto, people who don't work for their money at all, I think they have more of an obligation to give away at least some of that money than somebody who worked hard for that money, right? Like, Like if I got $10 million in the lotto, like if I gave away half of it, my life is still measurably improved so I would say like that person should give away at least some of the money right but in the case of people who worked hard for their money I think that's where this conversation should lie.
3: I would argue that this idea that there are people who work hard to earn in the tens hundreds of millions billions of dollars is part of the reason why we as a society don't always have this obligation of giving. There's this idea that people like Jeff Bezos have worked for their money, therefore we shouldn't be able to tax just because they've worked for them. But is it really work if you've taken these massive sums of money that like, even your descendants say like 10 generations down the line still won't be able to spend it, and you've taken it off the backs of exploiting your workers, is that really earning the money?
4: I don't know. I would kind of disagree with Kunli in that, like, if you happen to win, like, a million dollars in the lotto, I don't know if you, like, have the obligation necessarily. I don't – I'm not saying that you shouldn't. But I don't think it's, like, anyone's, like, moral obligation to give if they don't want to. And I feel like there there is the stigma of, like, oh, people who are rich, like, they work hard for their money, etc. But at the same time, they're obviously, like – more times than not in a position that like allows them to climb up the ladder and get, mm. you know, the millions of however much they have. And so it's like someone who could have worked just as hard wouldn't have gotten as much as them in the like long run. But like nevertheless, I don't think like anyone like should be I don't think anyone has the obligation to give just because they're rich. I think rather than that, it would be like more beneficial if like we as a society said, like push the idea of giving as like an act of kindness more than like what it is now. So that people like want to give out of their own like desire.
3: The idea of giving is supposed to come from oneself and one's selfless nature. So if there is an obligation to give, whether that's legal or um, like so- within society's like moral code is it really I guess giving or is it just being forced to give up money and then whether that should really matter in the question of these massive sons of money
2: yeah I think um I would say that no individual has an obligation to give money but I think that as like, as a society, we have a government to ensure that people live equitable lives, right? So,
3: mm-hmm. I think
2: we can justify tax, like, with that reasoning, but we don't have to say that, oh, like, rich people should donate to charity, right? Like, um, so I think, in a way, I think it's a government's responsibility to ensure that people live equitable lives, rather than, like, kind of what a lot of people do and point fingers at, like, people like Bill Gates or more, well, not Bill Gates, but like Jeff Bezos and say like, the fact that you have a hundred billion dollars is like proof that we have a failed system or something. I think the, the problem is not Jeff Bezos, but rather what the government is doing to ensure that people live equitable lives.
0: Mm. So you think that Jeff Bezos shouldn't be like in, in the, your ideal world, he wouldn't be like a billionaire and there would just be like, and um, what's his name again? The um, Microsoft dude. Um, shouldn't be like a billionaire either.
2: I don't think they have any personal responsibility to ensure that other people are not poor, if, if that makes sense. I think the government has that responsibility. So they can exist as billionaires, right? But like the government should make sure that there are people who are not poor, if that makes sense.
3: Mm. And I guess because... At the positions they're in, it's so easy for them to recover the wealth even if they give it away that there should be more action on the part of governments to not allow them to make this much money when it's so uh, unevenly distributed around the world. I guess, and the fact that so many people on our planet are living lives without basic dignity because of their financial status. Um, while we point, I guess, uh, like what um, Kunle said, we point fingers at the billionaires for existing rather than the fact that the governments don't do enough to ensure that they tax them to redistribute that money. (laughs) Not to get like socialist on Maine, but (laughs)
1: Right okay, so how would your new world in which um, billionaires would be um, I guess screened and like in their way of making money so that they don't monopolize this huge industry and then make um, way more money than they should be look like what would what measures would the government put in place that wouldn't meet, be met with like major backlash
3: well I'd say that at the bottom of the system where Well, essentially, based on their privileges, I mean, you look at the list of uh, richest people in the world, for the most part, they have come from these uh, middle class, upper middle class families to begin with, or they've inherited the massive sums of money that they've had and then continue uh, building off of that. Most of them do, you know, belong to privileged groups in society. Um, A lot of them are white. A lot of them are men. A lot of them are able-bodied. A lot of them are straight. and this at the bottom of the ladder, I guess, allows certain people within our society to rise higher than others and no one is given equal opportunities at the start to make this uh, rise up the ladder, I guess. Um, so obviously this would take a lot of time and it's quite idealized to think that it could happen, but we as a society, if we are to continue using capitalism as our like main economic system, um, would need to remove those privilege barriers in order to uh, make it more possible for people to rise from their financial status and live lives in more dignity. How do you actually remove these privilege barriers though? Um, well, I don't have any... <laughs> concrete information or ideas about that. It's like I said, it's quite idealized. There's nothing that we can do to impose on people who maybe follow sort of more uh, prejudiced views. It it just takes time. We can't immediately remove every prejudice within our societies. Um, And when I say that we should, it's kind of from a place of wishful thinking. And I admit that.
2: Russell, do you think then um, that people who benefit from these prejudices and recognize that have an obligation to assist those that maybe are harmed by those prejudices?
3: I would say that, yes, I think everyone should have an obligation, I guess, ensure that other people can live with the same human rights same basic assurances of their safety and dignity as they do.
0: To what extent should they actually make that change for these underprivileged people?
3: I think on a legislation level it would be nice to be recognized that uh, these differences of privileges exist. So uh, moving into legislation that ensures the rights for minorities But that always seems to cause a lot of backlash. So again, I'd say that education is really the way to move forward for people who come from more prejudiced backgrounds to learn the perspectives of uh, the people that they are so adamantly opposed to existing, I guess. Um, And for people who come from these minorities to not just block off the opinions of those who disagree with them and at least listen so that they can educate um I, that's why i think like we obviously come from a very lucky place where we get to go to international schools and, and be exposed to these like um wide varieties of uh perspectives on the world and not a lot of people ha- have those that privilege of education so i think reforming education systems so that people would be able to be exposed to different political views, different life experiences than their own would be instrumental in removing those prejudices
2: from society. I think, um, Russell, my next question then is should, is our obligation for giving then is the only source of that obligation, the level of privilege we receive. So like, if somebody is really poor, then they have no obligation to be kind to people who are much more wealthy than
3: them. Hmm. I think that's a tough question for me to answer because I would agree with some of that, that you are not obligated to agree with people who whose very existence sort of hinges on uh, your own oppression. But at the same time, I do think that people should listen to other people. I mean, like, we are humans. We are empathetic creatures. It can be easy to demonize groups of people. So while I do think that, you know, punching up in uh, in humor isn't the same as systematic um, oppression, it is not overall uh, conducive to the struggle, I suppose, to continuously uh, group ourselves along identity lines and then demonize those who belong to different identities, whether that is an identity that is the oppressor or the oppressed.
0: Well, and do you guys think that there's like a there's like an opportunity cost that like if if someone is privileged, it means that someone is underprivileged, and so the privileged person has to sacrifice something in order for the underprivileged person to actually like be in a better place.
3: I don't know if sacrifice is the right word necessarily. When I go back to the idea of like equal opportunities, that's not necessarily removing. Um, the opportunities of one person in order to improve those of the other. What do you guys think then?
0: Is there an opportunity cost?
4: Um, I don't know. It's like a kind of in that, like, so if it's even just like the economic cost of having to give away some of your funds to help, like, you know, donate to charities or to help counteract poverty, then that would be a cost to you as a person but it's like it wouldn't be something that's entirely like detrimental to your well-being especially if it's yeah, oh, sorry yeah. <laughs> just like especially i no! know you're,
3: i'm bad at interrupting
4: uh, yeah no problem but just if you're in a position where you have like billions of dollars lying around then it wouldn't affect you that much to like give away some of it in order to help others
2: I guess the next question here then is let's say there's like a hypothetical billionaire, right, that we're talking about. Like this is like I don't know, like the family family legacy owner of Walmart or something, right? Like they did not work for their position, like they're just here because their dad like made Walmart, right? So in that case, if that person wanted to be generous, right, and give away, let's say they had a budget of like disposable income that they were able to give away of $10 billion. How would you guys suggest that this person gave away their money or at least use their money to help others?
4: I would probably say like investing in education, maybe for like poor communities is one of like the biggest things. Cause like, I don't know, education seems like the way that someone could, Work their way up, so like if you receive a higher quality of education, then you know you can get a better job, et cetera, et cetera, um, and probably just paying for like basic needs like food or shelter. Mm.
3: Ideally, I would say that it should be tax money, it should go back to the government, but of course, there's no guarantee that the government will manage that money properly. There's really no guarantee that anyone will manage their money properly but it's better to give up that money in the hopes of it possibly improving the system than to just let it, you know, rot at the bottom of a bank vault essentially or in stocks.
2: So the next thing is like, I think, I think we should probably talk about how like wealthy people manage their money. Right. Like I feel, feel like that so far in this conversation, we've assumed that like, Jeff Bezos has, like, his net worth is $100 billion, which means that he has $100 billion in cash that he can, like, liquidate instantly mm-hmm. and mobilize instantly. I guess Jeff Bezos is, like, a bad example because he's, like, the richest man in the world, right? But if, if I, w- well, not me, if somebody was, like, let's say, an investor in a company, like, like Tesla, right? They could become a millionaire overnight. Does that like change in their like privilege status now mean that they should like sell some of these stocks and give it away?
4: I kind of feel like the situation in which one like suddenly gets a sum of money is really like kind of figuring out like what you would want to do with the money, right? So let's say you have someone that's like really kind and wants to like help change the world, right? Would it not, like, maybe be better if they were to, like, try and use that money to, like, get to an even better position and then use, like, the, like, even more money they have to give away? Kind of like how Bill Gates has, like, you know, the Melinda, Bill Gates and Melinda Foundation? Like, Mm -hmm. I think that achieves a lot of good and wouldn't have happened had he not been Bill Gates. So.
0: Then when should you start? Like, doing, like, the giving that Bill Gates and Melinda, Melinda Gates are doing.
4: I don't know. That's, I feel like it would probably be up to the individual who has, like, that kind of goal in mind.
3: I would also argue that these foundations only exist as a product of these uh, people's wealth, and that if, from the start, their wealth had been more managed given up in taxes and donations, there wouldn't be a need for the foundations because if all of these people that were making so much money had it managed from an early early point, I suppose, once they passed the boundary of comfortable like living, um, there wouldn't be a need for the foundations because ideally that money that could have been uh earned in the future would have gone into uh reforms in the system like in education like you suggested
4: what would you put that boundary as then like if you were to tax someone so like there would kind of be like a cap in their wealth is that what you're saying
3: um i suppose i don't have any particular idea of what that limit would be because again it Different people have different opinions on that, and I'll admit that I don't have a set uh, boundary. This, the cost for the standard of living uh, changes depending on where in the world you live, of course. I don't know if there should be a specific upper boundary, or if there should be, I don't know what that is, and I will admit that. I just think that there is, there is a point where you stop needing as much money because it, it makes no difference to your standard of living.
2: Yeah. Jeff Bezos at this stage could just sit and cash in, right? But why does he to continue working if he has no standard of living, has no measurable improvement for every extra hour he works?
3: I would love to know the answer to that myself.
4: <laughs> I feel like there's something that like we can't ignore in that these people are like they're still people. And like if you suddenly like, well, not suddenly, if you if you are Jeff Bezos and you work like you found this company and then suddenly, well, like over the years you become like the richest man in the world, surely there's like some kind of thing where you tie that to your like worth as a human being, like not your financial mm-hmm. worth. like your worth as a human being is based on you being the richest man in the world and it's like maybe that's part of why like he wouldn't just give it up because you say it doesn't impact the quality of living but if it has a significant impact on like his mental state then it would impact his quality of living
2: yeah I, i would argue that in the example of amazon right at this point he he has no personal gain for working like, any hours during the week. If he had rather, like, just stepped down and given away all his money, like, instead of, like, instead of supporting all the that rely on Amazon, he would now just be supporting a different group.
0: But, I mean, why, why should, why shouldn't Jeff just, like, I don't know, pass it on to, like, someone else, or even just, like, a group of, like, a large group of stakeholders who um, hold the power that Jeff currently has, like, more even if that if that makes sense
2: like the thing is right the, the dollar signs behind Jeff's name is his ownership in the company so if he passed on his ownership like he wouldn't have as much money as he does right now that makes sense right? so there's going to be change in the quality of the service that's offered and yeah that, that in of itself could be a huge like economic problem for many of the people who do on Amazon as their, like, source of income. I mean, but, like, can you still account Amazon's, like,
0: success entirely on Jeff now? Like, because Jeff, what what actually does he contribute to Amazon, like, currently?
4: I don't know if anyone here is, like, fully able to answer that question. (laughs) Like, we don't really know what he does as the CEO of Amazon. It's true that we do
3: rely on, amazon for quite a lot and these massive super corporations but as they continue to grow and we put more and more uh importance on like the names these big companies it eats up smaller businesses they lose out in competition to these massive corporations that keep on growing keep on acquiring uh new businesses i don't know if you've ever have you ever read the book series legend which um have a lot of problems with it, but there was quite an interesting uh, part of one of the two countries that the U.S. in this, like, you know, YA dystopian novel ended up breaking into, in which the government was essentially controlled by these five corporations that controlled the entire country. I'm not an economist. I don't know if this is the correct terminology, but uh, monopoly, is where there are these companies that own so much of um, the market that it doesn't matter what you buy or what like small brand names you're supporting, everything ends up going back to, say, uh, Coca-Cola, for example. You buy orange juice, it goes to Coca-Cola. You buy water, it goes to Coca-Cola. And people who are in... At the top of these corporations, um, who have massive stakes in these corporations, continue to make money off of basically everything as we continue and to allow smaller businesses to be eaten up by these large ones. And I don't think the dependence on big brand name companies is healthy for our economy either.
1: Here marks the end of the obligation to give part one. Make sure to listen it next week when we explore the best ways one can give. If you like this episode, give the podcast a follow on wherever you're listening so you'll be the first to know when we upload.
0: We'll be releasing an episode every Sunday New Zealand time. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We're Generation Discourse everywhere.